Welcome to Down the Rabbit Hole, a podcast for creators, where we stream live every Wednesday at 8 p.m. on Twitter Spaces. Hi, Flo, Ren, and myself will be talking about big streamers and why people may not support them. So we really just want to kind of look at it and kind of break it down and then come out with an answer. Now, we're not necessarily looking to say, hey, this is the definitive answer of should you or shouldn't you support big streamers. That would be gatekeeping, and that's not something that either one of us are looking to do. But we want to kind of give our take on it, and hopefully enlighten some people with our with our views. And we may not agree on every point, and honestly, that is one hundred percent okay. So as we kind of take a look at this, we're the first question we kind of want to talk about is, well, what is a big streamer? Is it defined based on your your CCV, your concurrent viewers, follower count, sub count, some kind of combination? What do you think, Tyflo? So my definition of a big streamer, and I'm going to cite Cat Liente as a source for this. We both agree that around the 50 average CCV is when uh, you can consider streamers to be considered big or growing. And her specific definition and reasoning for this is she has noticed a pattern around the 50 CCV viewer mark that uh, more viewers and like even raids will start coming in for the streamer because all those viewers want to help quote unquote push that said streamer to partner numbers and to hopefully get a purple chuck mark my definition of that is is a little bit different again i also am looking at ccv i'm not concerned with sub count or follower count um for various reasons but yeah for ccv for me i kind of look at uh, an ex twitch employee sam chen who came out last summer and caused a bit of uh drama with some of his revelations about um, re- revelations revelations about how Twitch looks at it internally and for what he came up with what he told everybody on Twitter is that under a hundred is considered a small streamer um, in their mindset uh, between a hundred and five hundred is your mid-sized streamer and uh, I think it was like a thousand and up was a larger streamer so you know I'm kind of looking at that hundred mark as what is considered a big streamer so we're thinking the cutoff would be 50 to the 100 range do you think ty that you're considered a big streamer just because you're a partner or do you think it really is just the follower account i mean the ccv i think there's a complicated answer to that um as what i said with cat liente's source with her seeing that around the 50 ccv mark is when uh, streamers start to get influxes of viewership. I think uh, at that point, yes, uh, you can be considered a growing big streamer. But uh, once you reach the check mark, there is the added risk of quote unquote falling off or losing a part of your viewership because some of those viewers that pushed you to partner will want to find another up and coming growing streamer that they want to also push to partner. So you run that risk. And uh, I think. So if I don't, I'm going to be very careful on how I say uh, fall off, like if you fall off uh, from your viewership, because uh, if you're still averaging like double digits in general, like you can be, can still be considered a medium to big streamer. Um, but yes, I think let's say you reach 75 uh, average CCV, you fall off a little bit. You still like, you still have your check mark. Uh, people are still coming in to watch you. If uh, you're still around that 50 CCV mark, I would still consider you to be a big streamer because uh, you are meeting um, uh, what Cat Liente 
it describes it as. And I take a lot of what Caliente says to heart. It's, and I agree with you. This is a very complicated question, you know, because I know plenty of, I know for a fact that, you know, um, there are a number of partners that once they hit that 75 mark and they get that partnership, they start to dip, um, whether it's immediate or whether it's, whether it's down the road. And, but people still consider them a bigger streamer simply because they have that check mark. So, you know, if we are something we'll talk about a little bit later in terms of, you know, supporting the big streamers, if somebody has a goal and they're at say 45, they say, Hey, well, I want to, let's get up to hundred CCV. Right. But they're a partner. Would people actually support them still? Or would they, would they more likely to support somebody who's at 45 CCV, but they're not a partner yet? What do you what do you think about that? I almost want to go with the second point of supporting someone uh, that's around the forty five mark and about to reach partner because it's kind of like uh, that budding step or uh, that nearing uh, that I guess um, like a major stepping stone for that streamer. And it's not uh, like I would um, stop supporting any like partner who got their check mark i i will admit i still hang out in like a partner stream friends that are partner partnered streamers like mcqueeb rare gangster like just to name a few um and i still have uh, like great conversations uh, with them despite uh, them having like a very active chat uh, um and a lot of people who have like known them longer than myself um it's just that you have uh, that temptation to help uh, and be a part of a, a, like a new up and coming streamers right. uh, um, defining moment with them at the 45, 50 CCV, and then being there you know, to help push them to their next level. And, and there's something to be said for that desire to help somebody get there. You know, there's, there's a reason why there are on-screen alerts for, for shout outs, for follows, for subs, for all that kind of stuff. There's a reason why Twitch created moments and said, hey, let your let your community know they were there for something special. People like to oh, be absolutely. part of something. You know what I mean? Right. And I think, you know, you really like you kind of work together. You come together as a community, all the community, right? Because you come together and you're working towards like, that common goal. And then once you hit it, you're like, that's exciting. All right. What's the next thing we have to do? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So. So, yeah, I, I can. I'm looking at my list of questions here and I, I'm dangerously starting to, to jump jump a section but i will i will leave that at that so everybody in, in uh, who's listening thank you guys for for showing up if you have any questions feel free to drop them in the comment section it also would help a lot if you like and share this as well um helps bring more people in and that pushes out to more people it's an algorithm just like any other platform so moving on from what is a big streamer we kind of talked about that what Typhoon, what makes you support any streamer this is a little bit biased on my take, but relatability is a huge factor into why I support someone. And the thing with relatability is it can, it's such a broad topic. Relatability could be like a similar background or um, playing a, a, like some of our favorite games and then like having that kind of connection. Yep. Um, or it, even it could be like meeting someone from another streamer, like, personal example is like i wouldn't have met streamers like bearded nova and insane troll if uh, i didn't uh, take the time to ask uh, you and your community critical questions and i feel like 
forming a, those kinds of genuine connections is one of the reasons why I love supporting the creators regardless of their size. Yeah, I, I agree. Relatability is a big deal. I, I like to know if, if I have something in common or they're doing something that I'm interested in that makes it a lot more likely that I would want to support them. And everybody's a little bit different, right? So I like to have a conversation with people, which, which is odd because I'm introverted, but um, and I don't like a lot of people in general. But anyway, um, I like to have that conversation. I, you know, if I want to watch, I don't get that interested in just watching gameplay. When I'm watching gameplay, it's because I want to learn something. And if I want to learn something, it's much easier for me just to go to YouTube and look it up because I'm probably looking for a very specific thing. Watching generic gameplay at a random point in a game doesn't help me. I would be there for the experience, for the environment. And that environment, part of it, is that conversation. So I want to be able to hear their opinion on something, whether it's about the kind of niche I have or not, you know, whatever it is. And, you know, in some circumstances, I want to lurk. Some circumstances, I want to interact with them. But it's about their personality. It's about their energy level. It's about the conversation. And if I don't have that, then I'm not interested in staying and supporting that, that stream. And I don't mean supporting just from like a, a monetary standpoint. I mean, literally, we all know this, you know, this type, if somebody is in your chat, if they're just a lurker, that is still literally supporting you. you no, know, everything, everything somebody does in stream, whether they give you money or they don't, they're just talking or if they're not talking, they're just watching it all helps us. It's all a form of support. And, um, yeah, I agree with you on relatability. Absolutely. 100%. So we're looking at supporting people because they're relatable. Maybe conversation. You support their goals and their goals could be their follower goals, their daily sub goals, um, whatever it is. Do you, you feel that you are interested in supporting goals or is it just something that, you know, you just kind of ignore? I think I want to support the goals regardless of what they may be. And especially if I can relate to those goals as well. And if I'm going to be completely honest, um, whether they're intrinsic goals or extrinsic goals regarding analytics or a numbers-based goal, like, hey, I want to reach partner in X amount of months or whatever, like maybe it's not something that are my personal goals, but they're still valid goals nonetheless. And uh, I'll even give a hot take on this. Um, Blue Thunder a little while back even admitted that he wanted Twitch partner and the purple check mark for the prestige, the clout. And I still supported him on that. It's and the, the reason why I still supported him with that is he was at least being honest with it. So yes, in general, I do support streamer goals, whether they are intrinsic, extrinsic numbers based or something like internal to the streamer themselves. I, I agree with you here, which I actually think makes understanding the mindset of people that, that do feel that way a little bit more difficult for me to kind of rationalize. And you're no, like you mentioned before, being relatable. A lot of people are well below that 75 mark. At that point, I'm wondering if people just see, okay, they are no longer relatable to me. Whatever it is, it's, it's tough. I'm sure Blue Thunder feels this, you know, I don't want to speak for him, but... He, he's probably he is the same person as before he made partner but a lot of people get i think honestly jealous or, or they feel resentful of people that achieve a level of success and that all results in the common um understanding of hey um you're not really relatable i'm not going to support you anymore 
that's why you as a big streamer, I'm not gonna support you. You don't think somebody, and I always, I know I always use this name, but it's the most recognizable name. XQC doesn't have goals he wants to achieve. Do we support them any less because they're at a different stage of their life? I, I don't think that's fair, but I guess it kind of is what it is. So that kind of leads us into my you know, this next question here. Do you support big streamers? Yes, I still do. Um, and I before I delve into that, I also want to include um, Insane Troll's comment here. Um, the right people will support you regardless of your goals, as long as you aren't only asking for donos, etc. So that's something that I want to tie into your question. A lot of like big streamers that I follow, quote unquote, like their goals aren't specifically like for money or like to make full-time streaming their only source of income. In fact, several streamers that um, I know that are partnered still work full-time jobs. I believe Rare Gangster still works a full-time job. I'm not entirely sure about McQueeb's situation, but I know with McQueeb's situation, it's not entirely for the money. He's been very open about this, and the times that I have chatted in him with him and his chat is like very genuine and like i can still feel that uh, that relatability that uh, he uh, that he still tries to tries to provide uh, um even before he was partner do you think that a lot of people if they're in the camp of i don't support big streamers it's because they think they've quote unquote made it and that financially and the finances of them being a partner come into play in terms of the bias against them Unfortunately, yes, because when people do see that purple, they think they made it. They that they're um, already like living off of subs or like any other kinds of donations. Yeah. Um. In reality, like it's probably even more difficult in certain ways for that said partner. Now, I will say that having that partner checkmark does open up different avenues for sponsorships besides uh, like W energy or, or like um, raise energy to name a few, like it provides uh, um, that verification that those uh, um, sponsorships uh, can trust uh, that specific creator because they have uh, something to showcase that they can pull in uh, and a considerable amount of viewership. But I think what a lot of people don't, don't take into account if that is one of the main reasons why they don't support big streamers because they think that they're no longer relatable that they're financially they're well above them and so there could be a bit of resentment or whatever i believe um 52,000 partners and uh, if i'm not mistaken there's only about two to three thousand partners that make above minimum wage that there's like 98 percent of partners 95 percent of partners um, still need to work other jobs and I, hell even if you're just making minimum wage you probably still need to work another job to have a because that's not necessarily a living wage it's minimum wage but it's not a living wage so i Crap. would say still most partners 98 99 percent of them i'm gonna guess still need to work other jobs they they still aren't you know financially um stable they probably and because because content creation because streaming the finances of it are so variable from month to month. How many partners do you see partners that still have to do constant subathons because they're not getting that income level that they need? Right. And I guess to bounce off the point even further, some of those partners who are in desperate need of a stable income will take those ad 
incentives, quote-unquote, um, whatever they may be. I know they vary from streamer to streamer. Not everyone has, like, the the same amount of, like, oh, you get X amount of dollars for running, like, this many ads. I made a tweet about this earlier, too. I still support streamers, like, regardless of partnership or average CCV. Like, if they take that ad revenue incentive, it shows that they're serious about having some sort of stable income to keep them creating. So I guess bottom line is, you know, we're saying a big, a quote unquote big streamer is between 50 and a hundred, you know, CCV. And that, you know, my opinion, if you supported a streamer before they hit partner, before they were considered big, you should probably just continue to support them after they get big or after they hit partner because they need, they still need you as part of their community. They still need you to help grow at whatever goals it is that they have. Absolutely, 100%. And uh, just because a, a streamer grows to a certain number or continues to grow does not mean they you know, intentionally want to lose uh, connection with uh, their chat or to like have personal connections within individuals within their community. Yeah. Uh, if you want another analogy that might help people understand what it's like, you know, when you go from a quote unquote smaller or non-partner streamer to a bigger or partnered streamer um, and what that feels like, think about like, you know, for anyone here that, that went to college, you know, you were in high school and you're graduating as a senior in high school and you know, you're kind of at that, that peak level of high school and you're like, you're the big man on campus. And then you go to college and you're one of like 20,000 people. You're lost. There's maybe no one around that you know. And now you don't want to know what to do, but you're in college now. You know? So everybody from high school is like, oh, wow, this person's in college. They're, everything's going great. But it's not. You might feel alone. You might feel lost. You might feel whatever. When these pe people just make partner and they hit their 75 for a couple months in a row and Twitch gives them that partnership, they get that tick. And they're like, oh, you're great. Like XQC or you're like whoever. No, I am not. Those partners, they look at you like you're barely a partner. I, I'm, I tell you, I can tell you for a fact, they look like you're, you're, you're barely, you're a super affiliate. That's what they're going to say. You know what I mean? And so that person still needs your support. They still need to have that sense of community to feel like they have, to feel like they belong in. I really like that spot on college analogy. Um, just because like you said, you may have graduated from um, a certain level, but you're in a whole brand new ocean. And when you reach partnership, you need to still want to like have those connections with your viewers and also uh, mutuals who don't have partner and even more so to find uh, mutuals that have partnership and are, are either relatively around the same size of um, viewership or like community size or like someone that may be a bigger partner than you that can still relate to you and sort of be like a mentor to you. Once again, Typhlo, it was awesome having that conversation with you. So thanks so much for hanging out, everybody. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to like and share the podcast. Don't forget we are here every Wednesday on Twitter Spaces at 8 p.m. If you have a comment or an idea for a future episode, make sure to drop us an email at downtherabbithole at elevated.media. Thanks. Have a great day.